Hey gang, most of you know me as ROGFX, and I do graphic designs, but here I am and I'm starting a podcast about the New York Jets, and football in general. In case you didn't know, my name is Noah Rosen, and I've been a Jet fan for the first 14 years of my entire life, and all I can say is that it builds character, because all we do is get your hopes up and then you just lose. And this is my first podcast episode, and I just wanted you to know this podcast is about putting the Jets season in review. So if you guys are going to think that the Jets did not have a great season, and that they just choked at the end, then you're wrong. Because you think if you look at our offense, which was not expected to be good, then you can see that we played well. You look at Chris Ivory. He finished 5th in total rushing yards in the whole NFL this season. And then you look at touchdowns. Decker finishes 5. Brandon Marshall finishes 2 with 14. Decker with 12. You look at Fitzpatrick, who was supposed to be the backup for Geno Smith. But then Geno Smith got sucker punched in the face by Ick and Kapali. And it ends up, it, and so ended up that we played Ekinam Kapali in the win and win situation to get in the playoffs, and we lost. And that's that's the way everybody's gonna look at it. Playing the person who helped, who was pretty much the MVP of our season, getting Fitzpatrick in there, and then we play his team at the end and lose. And that's how people are gonna look at the Jets season in review: how they get your hopes up and then they lose. Just being a Jets fan. But I'm here to prove something else and just show you what I, how I feel. And hopefully you guys will listen. So we can start off looking at the quarterback position for the New York Jets. It started off going to be Geno Smith and Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ryan Fitzpatrick as the backup. Then here comes Ikenem Kapali and he sucker punches Geno Smith right in the jaw. And everybody's like, oh my god, typical Jets. It's way to start a season. Then Brian Fitzpatrick comes in and throws his best career season. He throws for almost 1,000 yards. He throws for 31 touchdowns and 15 interceptions. Well, with an 88 passer rating, which is actually decent for him. And he's coming off a 70 touchdown and 8 interception season. So there you go with the Jets wide receiving core in Brandon Marshall and Eric Decker. And then you have Campbell Tompkins and Quincy Anunua. He has his best career season. So you look there, and before the season, everybody's like, oh, the Jets quarterback, it's the only way they'll win games if they have quarterback. Their quarterbacks suck. And that's what the story the Jets have been for the past 10 years. They've had no quarterback. Then in comes Ryan Fitzpatrick, and he takes us to one game out of the playoffs. We finish with a record that could be in the playoffs. We finish 10-6 and if we don't make the playoffs. And now... We can look at the running back position for the New York Jets. Our starter for most of the season at the running back was Chris Ivory. And you look at him as a big guy who just does not go down. And that's who he is. And he's been in the Jets for three seasons, and this year he has his best career year when the passing game works. He runs for just over 1,000 yards. He finishes fifth in the rushing leaders for the year, and he runs for seven touchdowns. He, played, he started off the season very well. That started slowing down towards the end, and that's when Bilal Powell saw his role increase in the offense. So you look at Bilal Powell, and you see 
that he's our power runner. He just runs up the middle. But towards the end of the season, he started having fumbling issues, and that sometimes, that's why we lost games sometimes. And at the end of the season, we have both of our running backs, and Bilal Powell and Chris Ivory are free agents. And you look at Chris Ivory and you say, should we sign him? Or should we just keep Bilal Powell and draft a speed edge running back? Because then you look at Bilal Powell's, his season, he runs for 1,600, no, he gets a total of 1,600 yards and seven touchdowns for the Jets. And most of that, that is, those are his career stats. Those are most of his stats this season. So you look at Bilal Powell, and the last five games of the season, he played amazing. He got those passing yards, the rushing yards, and he got his touchdowns. But he was out for the Bills game, and that that's what really hurt us. So now there's this, these, this controversy, and you see, should you, what, what should we do in free agency? Should we get rid of Chris Ivory, sign Bilal Powell, put the tag on Mo, re-sign Fitzpatrick or let him go, re-sign Damon Harrison? There's all these free agency, and we don't know what to do. So I was just wondering that if you guys wanted to comment and say what you think regarding Jets free agency, then there you could go. In case you guys were wondering about all of our free agents, I'll just name them right here. Our top free agents this year are Muhammad Wilkerson, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Chris Ivory, Damon Harrison Snacks, Calvin Pace, Bilal Powell, Demario Davis, Antonio Allen, and Jaquan Jarrett. Those are all of our free agents. So the Jets have to figure out who they want to let go and who they want to keep. And then you're forgetting about Darrell Reeves and Cromartie, who you brought them back to be Batman and Robin, but they ended up not playing as well as they should have. I mean, of course, Darrell Reeves makes Pro Bowl, because he's Darrell Reeves, and that's what his name is. He didn't play that well, though, as we expected him to. And Cromartie played like trash, if you let me, this season. Cromartie played like trash. So now you're wondering if you should force Cromartie into being paid less, or you should cut him, because he wants so much money. And then you wonder if we should restructure Darrell Reeves' contract to make him give him a little less money because he's not playing like a shutdown corner like he used to. So all these things that the Jets, all these things that the Jets' general manager has to do over this offseason. I mean, of course, he wouldn't have to be worrying about all of this if he were still in the playoffs. I mean, they didn't choke against the Bills. But it happens if it happens, and now we're, now the Jets are in this situation, in this hard situation, where they don't know who to let go or keep. Because now, if you let go of some people, your offense diminish, like, just starts getting a little worse. Let go of some of the defensive line, then your defensive line isn't as powerful. And then you have Leonard Williams. Everybody's, in my opinion, he didn't have an amazing year, in my opinion. Everybody's saying, oh, he's defensive rookie of the year. But in my opinion, he really did not do anything. Whatever his name is, the cornerback on the Chiefs. What's his name? Whatever his name is, he's he had he had an amazing year. Leonard Williams, what did he get? Two sacks, a couple tackles. I think he didn't have a great season to me. So that that's just what I think the Jets about the Jets. So so you you wonder what the Jets should do? Should they keep? The defensive line. Should they get rid of their cornerbacks? What do they do? Because then they have all these. The, the vets have to start restructuring, in my opinion, their whole team. Keep all those star players. Keep all those star players. 
maybe not Reeves, maybe not Crow. We have to get some young players that can fill in those roles when those people are gone. They're not playing as well. Like get, I would get rid of Ivory. Get a, like, get a, get a fast running back. And then let Blob Powell's role increase. That's what I would do. So I just found this website. And it's the 10 things that the Jets GM must do to keep things moving forward. Some of them I don't believe that we should do. But here they are. So one is to re-sign Ryan Fitzpatrick to a multi-year contract. Well, he did really give us a good season, so I think this is a no-brainer. The number two is trade Muhammad Wilkerson. And I don't know about this, but it does have a really good point. Do you guys remember, 2008, the Chiefs tagged and traded their defensive star, Jared Allen, to the Vikings for multiple picks, which got them Tom Bahali, who is now amazing. So I think we could use Muhammad Wilkerson and trade him away to get somebody, a young player that could be a stud. Also, the number three is to sign Damon Harrison to a deal, which I think we should do. Rework DeBrickishaw Ferguson's contract. Give him a little less money for a little less years. He's getting old. He's still playing well, but not amazing. Ask Antonio Camardi to take a sharp pay cut. Or cut him. Straight up. He's getting too much money. He didn't play well this season. That's straight up what the Jets should do. Resign Bilal Powell. This is a no-brainer. He played amazing. His role is just going to keep increasing next season. And draft a speed edge rusher. We really need that. We did get sacks, but we have nobody on the edge that can just speed in. We have to draft a quarterback. See, I don't know about this. We're going to keep Fitzpatrick. But then, what about Bryce Petty? You want to give him a chance? Give him some reps? Keep him as a backup? I don't know about this. Find a tackle. Not fancy tackle. I don't know about this. But I really think... Actually, yeah. We really should find an offensive tackle. Giacomini let us down in the season. So many holdings. So many times that they sacked us. J.J. Watt destroyed him. We have to find a tackle. And then the last one is to do not restructure Dorvis's contract. Yeah. Oh, never mind. It says pay him a little bit less. It says he's not a shutdown corner anymore. He's not Reeves Island. And some of those turnovers, everybody's like, oh my god, what an interception, what a fumble recovery by Dwell Revis. It's going right to him. Some of those plays are just set up for him. Just give him a little less money. Give him maybe add a year or two. Yeah. And that's ten things that the Jets should do over the offseason. The GM must make in order to keep this franchise in the right direction. Okay, now let's talk, let's talk about the Jets-Bills game for a little bit. I want to know what you guys think, so you guys should comment it. But here's what I think. You give Chris Ivory five carries. Well, I don't know why. Even when Bilal Powell's out of the game, you start with Ridley. Fine with that. Maybe switching it up a little bit. But when Chris Ivory has a 50-yard run on one of his carries, one of his five carries, I don't know why you don't give him more carries. That just changed the game flow. It didn't help. And then our red zone offense, which was amazing all season, which none of us expected. You're running, they weren't running good plays, and they weren't completing passes. Quincy and Noon were dropped, what would have been a screen for a touchdown. We just didn't play well when we needed to. We weren't a playoff team, if you will, in that game. 
And then you go to the fact that Bilal Powell wasn't there. You didn't have that speed running back pass game that you always do. I mean, you had Steven Ridley, but he he didn't really he didn't really change anything for us. And then that last play of the game, you that last play of the game, the last drive, we're driving down the field, and then you hit Kimbrell Tompkins, who the ball did get bad out of his hand, but if he caught that, he would have been gone, gone. Game would have been over. Jets would have won. We would have been in the playoffs. We would have been playing on Saturday. And we, would, in my opinion, we would have beaten the Bengals. The backup QB, our defense would have gotten at them. But the fact that we didn't have any, nobody made any plays until the like until the end of the game, just like lost. And that was one of the worst days of my life. The Jets they always get you into thinking they're good, and they just mess up. They just it's hard being a Jets fan. There is worse things in life than football. But besides that, Blair Walsh, I, I feel so bad for him, even though it's not Jets. He's one of the best kickers in the NFL, and then he misses that. I mean, the laces were facing towards him, but I feel bad. And Vontez Perfect, dude, that guy's dirty. I don't know if you guys have seen, but if you, besides that Antonio Brown hit, you guys have to go look at his hit on Max Williams, who wasn't even involved in a play. You have to go search up Rontez Perfect. That is a dirty player. But even so, Antonio Brown is in concussion protocol after that hit. Even though Adam Pac-Man Jones is calling him out. He thinks he faked the injury. Well, I'm just giving you guys a brief whatever of what's going on in the NFL right now. All road teams went 4-0 in the playoffs. We would have been one of those road teams. Um, And... Let's get back to the Jets. So let's give a brief summary of their season. They went seven and six. Played, I've seen the best, some of the best football I've seen out of the Jets in the past couple years. And they let us end at the end. They couldn't finish. But it was a great season of football. It was fun to watch. Brandon Marshall, Eric Decker, Fitzpatrick. They became really close. And I think next year they're going to be even closer. And they're going to do even better. They're going to have so much fun. And that's what I'm hoping out of them next year. But we could have been watching them still right now. We could be watching them still. That's it, guys. That's all I have to stay for today. So, here is my first podcast podcast episode. This is Ball Talk. The first word in football, especially the New York Jets. And there you go. That's all I gotta say, and I hope you guys enjoy Hope you get more. I hope I get more views, more people following me, and there you go. Ball talk. There you go. Until next time.